0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about a movie that I loved in ways that I probably wasn't meant to, but we'll get to that in a minute here. Um, Before we do that, I just want to remind you all, please make sure you are subscribed to the show. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Uh, All the big podcast apps. By now you should know that, but uh, you know what? If you're listening and you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and get subscribed. And also you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us a review, uh, leave us five-star rating would be great. Um, And also connect with us on social media, at PeacingPod, pretty much everywhere. uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. And also join our Facebook group. Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. And uh, with that said, I do want to mention that I'm actually, well, I'm not out of town right now, but I'm out of town when this will be uploaded to uh, all the podcast apps and all that stuff. So when you're hearing this, I am not at home. And so uh, I'm actually at the FilmQuest Film Festival in Provo, Utah, just outside of Salt Lake City. Uh, my music video, Artificial, that's coming out in a couple weeks, was nominated for Best Music Video. So I'm going out there to uh, attend the screening and. Uh, watch a lot of cool films and have some fun. So hopefully I'm out there meeting all kinds of people and telling people about the podcast and doing all that stuff. And of course, watching lots of movies. Um, But I don't know if it's going to mess with next week's schedule for a new episode, but probably not because there's like a bunch of movies to see this weekend. So I'm sure I'll be able to get one episode in next week, but I guess we'll find out what happens. Uh, Tune in next week to find out. But uh, for now, this week, let's talk about the movie we are covering, and that is The Nun. You, of course, know that because you already watched that uh, silly promo video that I made. If you didn't see it already, there's a link in the uh, show notes so you can check it out, or you can check it out on our Facebook or Twitter or any of that stuff. Uh, But The Nun, this is the newest entry in the Conjuring universe, the Conjuring cinematic universe, that is, Um, and... It's a uh, creepy, scary character uh, from the last couple of Conjuring movies and Annabelle and all that. And uh, the story really doesn't matter because, as you'll see as we get into this episode, um, I loved this movie. But because I thought it was so unbelievably ridiculous, to me, this is like grade A comedy horror I don't think that's what they expected us to think, but Chad Clinton Freeman agreed with me and we have a great conversation. Let's go into it. All right, so back with us today, we've got Chad Clinton Freeman. How you doing, Chad?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. How are you? I believe, this great, is, uh, I believe this is a I believe this is the 10th episode for me is to uh, co-host on. Yep. Damn. So. Yeah, that's pretty
0: good. Yeah, you are—you've got to be the person who's been on the show the most at this point, I'd imagine. Right. Um. Yeah, I think so. But uh, this is going to be a fun one. We are—we're talking about the nun, which is, of course, part of the Conjuring universe. Which those of you listening hopefully saw my little uh, promo video I did last week. Um, <laughs> oh, it was so good!
1: I loved it.
0: I'm glad you liked it. I, I did it mainly for you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no the nun the conjuring universe it's expanding and we're we're gonna keep getting more of these movies i'm sure um so i i these aren't always my favorite movies but i mean as far as modern horror as we know i'm not a big fan of most modern horror but as far as modern ones go these kind of tend to be some of the better ones i think um and so you know it's it's a cool little universe and People certainly love them. That, that's for sure. Um, are you are you a big fan of these movies?
1: No, actually, I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the the funny thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm a big horror fan, but uh, as far as uh, the Conjuring films, uh, I like them, but I feel they're mm-hmm. very disposable. They're just kind of like, okay, yeah, that was fun. But right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I I am not a big fan of them necessarily. Uh, I think they a lot of today's horror is very much better in concept than it actually is in execution. Like the Purge sure. series, uh, and I think that this one is very much in line with that. It's like the concepts are tend to be better than the actual films, but you know, fun, disposable fun. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They they look good. They they have yeah, good ideas definitely. going to them, but then they they kind of just devolve into just jump scare after jump scare. Seems to be <laughs> yeah, the thing. That um, is
1: that that is the the, the Conjuring like thing. Yes, yeah, jump scare. That's the universe. So, the jump scare uh, universe. That's not really my thing. I'm more into creepy, bizarre that type sure. of uh, horror uh, as opposed to the jump scare. But yeah, a lot of people, they they love their jump scares. And so, yes, that's why these are so successful. Yeah.
0: Well, as we get into it, uh, we'll find out that I uh, really like this for, for other reasons. But, um, you know, let, let's start it off, though, with your first puzzle piece.
1: All right. Well, um, okay. So there there's some things that you're probably going to bring up so I'll, I'll kind of keep a couple of these uh, puzzle pieces that I, that I, that I have uh, to kind of piggyback what, what, what you bring up. But uh, sure. as I was watching this movie, the, the movie that kept coming back to me, and uh, it's funny because I haven't seen it in forever, and I don't even um, fully remember a whole lot about it. I, I remember liking it, uh, but actually uh, a Wes Craven movie, uh, The Serpent and the Rainbow. Um, that is one of the movies that kept coming back to me as I was watching this movie. Um, and, um, that film is very much, uh, kind of a, a, similar setup as this one, uh, within it, you've got a guy, um, who's going to investigate, um, it's actually, a voodoo, um, a, 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 where they're bringing people back to, to life from the dead, Um, and there's a lots of, uh, just like nightmare type sequences and just, uh, things that you don't know. Is this real or is this just a nightmare or, or what exactly? But a lot of the, um, things that we see in this are very similar, uh it's actually bill pullman who stars in that one uh and he gets buried alive which there's the buried alive scene in this one uh snakes are really big in that one, and we do get some snakes here and there in this one uh just a lot of the uh the visuals and a lot of the same um uh just moments are very very similar um of course, it's been it's been done in, in other movies, but uh, like the the hallway where there's the hands reaching out uh, the wall, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, so, uh, that movie though, just overall, uh, and and since it's a Wes Craven movie, and I love Wes Craven, uh, I was it made me wanted to go back and watch it actually, because uh, like I said, I haven't seen it in forever, and I know it's definitely one of Wes Craven's like uh least talked about movies uh so sure, I, yeah, I, I don't even really remember yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't, I don't yeah, recall it, this one it, but it's it, like it a, a 1988 or so uh so so yeah uh but but bill Malt, bill pullman's kind of like this uh almost um indiana jones kind of riff uh, character mm-hmm. uh and he's going and 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 like i said uh investigating uh this uh group of uh people that do voodoo uh so yeah uh just very much a a lot of similarity so i I wouldn't be surprised if just basically overall the whole story for this one is kind of like a riff in, in many ways off of that one so
0: sure Uh, no it it certainly sounds like it the way you're describing it um and you know my first puzzle piece i i was going to start with a different one but since you just mentioned indiana jones (laughs) um indiana jones and the temple of doom um, (laughs) there we go (laughs) (laughs) yeah this movie i i really um i really found it to be more of like a silly adventure movie Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. it is a horror movie um which is strangely enough, a lot of people. I wonder if it's because people are so invested in this whole conjuring universe thing that they don't want to see it as that because a lot of people are like, "What are you talking about? It's you know scary as hell and everything." And I'm like, "You know, this is an amusement park ride. I mean, it's like right. it's like uh, it's like haunted house snakes popping up, and right. you know what I mean, right, you know, right? And like, yeah, it's like even even like the zombies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they're all very." Not horror movie, but adventure movie versions of those things. Um, And and yeah, Janet Jones Temple of the Doom, I think as far as uh, an adventure movie goes, that kind of encapsulates that kind of genre the best.
1: Exactly. Uh, But it's funny because uh, the only thing we were missing, though, was some sort of like... um, Um, I mean, because we have the catacombs and all of that, but there's not Mm -hmm. like the uh, them getting into a. what are those buggy things called on the on the on, oh, on the, the mine tr- card? yeah 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 like a minecart yeah <laughs> there's there wasn't a I moment would have
0: like lost my shit if <laughs> there, that happened there wasn't a moment
1: <laughs> like that but uh but yeah v- very almost uh Scooby Doo too at the same time uh-huh. uh huh but yeah very, <laughs> Actually, I'm
0: gonna write that down Scooby Doo I'm gonna write that down
1: <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh very very much adventure uh which is funny because one of my friends was asking me if I had seen it yet um. Uh, this was uh, just early on Sunday when I was going to see it that, that night. And I was like, no, I didn't. And he's like, well, I'm curious what you, what you think because I really liked it. He said, um, uh, to me, it's, it's like an adventure movie. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because yeah, it isn't being at all like pushed that way. But yeah, it it very yeah. much is um, an adventure movie. Which, um, uh, yes, uh, Indiana Jones again um, was. Here's the funny thing: the Frenchy character, he didn't come mm-hmm. off as Indiana Jones, but he came off to me as very much the like uh, ripped off and riffed and spoofed versions of Indiana Jones that we have gotten um, and so what he, what his character specifically reminded me of and w- which made me think of these other movies as well was actually uh Brendan Fraser um he was basically on my, on my, <laughs>
0: exactly, on my exactly. list exactly <laughs> exactly
1: so yeah he he was basically playing uh uh Brendan Fraser who's basically in, in like uh, journey to the center of the earth. And the mummy is basically a riff on Indiana Jones or, or Absolutely. you, or you could even see uh, the, the characters as almost like a, a riff of uh, crocodile Dundee, even who was basically a riff of Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, Absolutely. so yeah, that, that character though, was one of the really big surprises that really made this movie so much fun that and the whole adventure aspect of it um and, but it, it, go back to what you said though is that this was like a haunted house uh like theme park ride in a, in a sense and 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 mm-hmm. yes like a, a haunted house theme park uh almost like a the Indiana Jones um ride at like disneyland or something like that uh, very exactly. almost like exactly. a, a disney like um scary kind of ride where it's like it's yeah. which is very scooby-doo like like uh scary <laughs> but more of the adventure side of it whereas as opposed to the actual like oh my god that's like terrifying more fun
0: I'm surprised they didn't pull the mask off of the, the nun at some point or <laughs> right? someone else.
1: Right. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, am going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually, um, I had the mummy as one, but right. I'm going to actually just change that to Brendan Fraser. Right. In general, because yeah, I mean, it goes through his whole uh, career. Like the thing that he kind of became known for is definitely something that the Frenchie character is. And just before we move on to your next puzzle piece, I just want to say we will be talking about Frenchie a lot throughout the <laughs> episode.
1: <laughs> so For anyone
0: at home that's listening, so, just so, know that.
1: So 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 yeah, that's that's the thing though. Like like we were saying, like the mummy, because that's I, I mean that's exactly because you know it's it's not a horror movie. It's but it has those horror elements. Uh, it's yes, like a yes. big epic, like you know, fantasy horror adventure and and then the same Mm -hmm. kind of thing could be said for like journey to the center of the earth which again has uh like horror elements to it but is more of sure uh fun and adventure which the problem with this movie for me is that it it didn't fully embrace that that's what it was going to be. I think it, it, it could have. F- I don't think it knew that. Right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it knew that's what it was. It just ended up that
1: way. Well, maybe maybe you're right that uh, it did maybe just kind of end up that way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it could have been a, a lot funner if they'd fully just embraced that. And, yeah, like I said, if they needed a, like a minor cart scene, you know. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: The mummy. We almost sort of got it for a second when, when the father, uh, what's his name, Father Burke, when he uh, falls into the uh, into the grave. And like, it was like so slapsticky. And like, it was like one thing into the next, into the next. He like trips, right, falls, gets right. pushed in, into the grave. Then the grave has his name on it. Right. And then the, be- and then it covers him with dirt and right. then the bell starts ringing right, along right. with the music swelling up. Right. Oh, I was dying. I actually <laughs> applauded at that moment. I mean, I was absolutely dying. <laughs>
1: Well, the funny thing too is that the movie kind of plays itself, like, I mean, for the most part, takes itself pretty serious up until that point, though, I yes. think. Um, yes. And then that was Absolutely. kind of like when the movie actually like kicked into wait a second, th- this is not exactly a regular conjuring movie. It, it, it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's a little odd uh, for the conjuring mm. universe. Um, but, uh, but, but, but yeah, I mean, um, the, there's, there's other aspects to this movie, which makes it also so interesting and fun. And, um, one of them, uh, for me though, also is that how this is a horror movie that isn't necessarily like. It, it it doesn't play by any ro- any rules per se, and it doesn't have any rules mm-hmm. in its own universe really. And so it it's not really a um, a monster movie, but it kind of is, and it's not really like a mm-hmm. haunted castle movie, but it kind of is. Uh, and so I think that mm-hmm. the, the those things though I thought brought some fun elements to it and made me think of uh, uh, specific things like. Uh, I'll go ahead and go into one of my other uh, kind of... It's multiple. It's not one specific puzzle piece. But um, universal uh, classic monster movies, like the original uh, 30s uh, Frankenstein and Dracula movies, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. this opens very much uh, like it's going to be one of those kind of uh, monster movies where it's got this, you know, this beautiful... uh, decaying, uh, weird church castle. That's just like, uh, you know, so, so such a very cool location. I don't know if that's an actual like real location or how it was pulled off. But it was
0: shot in Romania, actually. Mm, the whole thing was shot in Romania. Well, so yeah, it may have been.
1: Well, that, yeah. that, that, that to me though, was very, one of the things that was made it very, very cool though, that I, I really enjoyed about it. Is that it, it, it was really uh, cool to look at and the atmosphere was so just great. And, and, and the way though, that, that like you had like, you know, not just one cross, not like two crosses, not three crosses, but like 500 crosses (laughs) or, you know, a graveyard (laughs) of like a hundred million, you know, graves. And it, that also had that just old school, just like, 30s like monster movie kind of feeling to it, um, and so yeah. instead of those, spe- let's blow them away. Let's blow them away. <laughs> it's, it, it, instead of specifically though, uh, saying like Frankenstein or Dracula though is one of my puzzle pieces. Well, one though that I thought would would be a fun one to mention was actually Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, uh, because again, yes. you know that that one um, um, took. Uh, these very serious movies and then turned it on its head and made it fun and again i think that this what this movie does uh you know the that the conjurer movies are are very very serious that's one of the the things that i haven't been like really big on because they're so very serious you're talking about you know uh, killer dolls and killer nuns. <laughs> and they're so, <laughs> so very serious. And this one steps away from that and has some fun with it. And, and, and again, um, like I said, there were, there are aspects that reminded me of the old thirties uh, uh, monster movies. And then I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. I haven't meet only Frankenstein is a perfect piece because that one was like the step away once they realized that these movies are being too serious and we've been, how far can we go with this? You know, Son of Frankenstein and, you know, Bride of Frankenstein and all these different spin offs and whatnot. That then finally they were like, okay, let's throw in Abbott and Costello and have some fun with it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I
0: love it. I love it. That's a great, that's a great one. And it's also, it's a good tie in with my next puzzle piece as well. Um, I was going to say Dracula, Mm. but specifically I was going to say Dracula dead and loving it.
1: Ah. Um, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice.
0: Because I mean, Frenchie is basically a Renfield character. And uh, I forget that actor's name is though, who played uh, Renfield and Dracula dead and loving it. He's so funny. And like, just nonstop hilarious throughout the whole movie. And that's how I felt about Frenchie in this one. He's like, he's your guide into the creepy, scary castle. But he's also just so ridiculous. Right. Just line after line of ridiculousness. And, you know, of course, this movie isn't meant to be a Mel Brooks-esque spoof, you know. Right. um, But but at the same time, that's what I got out right. of it. I got you know to- totally ridiculous totally fun as we've been talking about here and i think abbott and costello I me mean, frankenstein is a great example that's probably more i mean maybe more in line with what the director intended um although maybe he'd listen to this and be like
1: <laughs> oh god
0: damn it you guys <laughs> right i don't know right um but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I love that movie. I uh, I love both of those movies. Just taking that that whole world of those uh those Universal monster movies of the '30s and 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 adding that comedic element to it, and um, that's what I feel we've got here. I, I feel like this movie is inspired by those, whether it knows it or not.
1: Right, right. Well, and you, and you sure yeah. hope so. You you hope that it's like he's not like. Well, no, Frenchie was supposed to be like you know. Serious Indiana Jones, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Not
0: <laughs> Frenchie is all of us. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, um, now getting, getting back to, to, to more, uh, I guess, serious inspiration. So I, I think obviously the, the Exorcist, I think all the Conjuring movies are inspired by The Exorcist. And I think uh, this one uh, definitely, uh, I think... Um, how how serious because I mean, this one opens up very seriously um and the the, the mm-hmm. seriousness of in the with the religion and all of those uh, elements um obviously uh the exorcist was one uh hopefully they weren't like yeah I, I want to uh again hopefully he was trying to have fun and trying to do funny mm-hmm. and not trying to be serious um but uh i i think the clash of you know t- taking the exorcist and then meshing in you know this brendan fraser type character and uh making it more about the adventure than than the the scares um in, in this weird bizarre like scooby-doo kind of concoction uh that's what made yeah. this my favorite actually of the conjuring movies <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm with you man i am with you i don't know if our listeners are going to be with <laughs> right. us i don't i don't know i don't know if the director will be but i'm with you right <laughs> right right because i think
1: i think i think that uh some some people they hate this movie i mean in direct i mean uh critics even i was looking at reviews and stuff and I,
0: yeah certainly the critics People hate yeah, it the critics are and, not and liking it's just me. like I, I've seen a lot of comments, though, from people who do like it, like from people who are fans of the series who do like it. But, but yeah, it does seem to be pretty mixed as far as fans. Critics hate it, though. I mean, it's getting torn apart. Um, okay, so my next puzzle piece, and I, I, I'll tell you right now, uh, none of mine are going to be as serious as The Exorcist. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, my next one is actually one that I I thought of just for you, my ah. friend. Um and that is man of steel Mm. um or superman in general but it is uh sister irene's super hearing power Ah. uh where she she can she can stop and focus in and be able to tell which bell was the uh the right right Um, which i i thought was absolutely hilarious of course and uh amazing and why does she have super hearing power that is not explained whatsoever (laughs) um but it is total superman Um, right right and just the way that it was the way that it was shot and the way that uh the reason why i I singled out i know that's a main that's a superman thing going all the way back the reason i singled out man of steel is it kind of reminded me of the way that was shot and uh the way that they um they showed that she was listening really hard right. you know
1: <laughs> well she yeah. she, she uh,
0: did you did you yeah, think i did that? not
1: think of that but now that you've said that i mean she kind of has a like supergirl kind of like look to her and an innocence to her too that yeah. that was one of the things though that i thought was really neat about this movie uh is that um a lot of times when they put nuns in movies they like to do the opposite or at least in an R rated movie they like to take and put a nun in there and then like oh we're going to like you know riff on religion and we're going to do the total opposite so the nun's going to be like yeah. vulgar and and dirty and she's like so like pure and angelic and like innocent. And so uh in that sense she's kind of like super grown away. So so I totally can see that. Uh and and I and I and, that, and now that you said that though Man is Still. So I I totally uh remember it, like especially in the Man of Still when um um Clark is a young boy and he's like mm-hmm. eh, like he can't like handle it at first and he like hears everything all at once and it just like bombards him and then he has to learn to like you know just push it all away and focus in and uh so yeah i totally get that with that scene so yeah that's a nice one
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you know just going off what you were just saying there about uh about a lot of times when when nuns are involved in, in Catholicism or religion um, and it ends up being you know the darker side of things and all that. I, it is funny that a lot of the reviews I've seen of this movie um, mention that the nun is kind of playing to our fears of, of religion and the Catholic Church you know and all their all their controversies right now and all that stuff. but I, I find that so weird that I've seen so many reviews mention that because I don't feel this movie does that right. I feel, you know, like like we've been talking about. It's it's more of just a fun character, and you know, in an adventure, it's not it's not really about the religion at all. It, I mean, maybe just on a very surface level of just the visual, but uh, not in any any meaningful way. Is it trying to uh, talk about uh, about the problems with with religion or Catholicism specifically? No,
1: uh, yeah, no, it's not really. There's not really much social commentary. It, it, it. It's bring your own social commentary because obviously there is lots of religion involved but uh but no i mean because the (laughs) you know the basically the the three i I was just saying um you know sister irene she's like this very innocent and pure character and and then uh, i mean there's obviously some very positive uh, aspects to the movie in regards to religion as well um so
0: yeah father Bert yeah exactly a hero, a exactly hero. there's nothing wrong right with right yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do anything wrong he's not even he's not even possessed and turned into an evil priest i mean right. he's, just, he's just good right <laughs> oh man so what's your uh next puzzle piece
1: um I, I I guess well since I I brought it up what it, what uh I'll, I'll go ahead and mention uh is uh, uh non sploitation movies which this one I think what's neat about it is that it, again it doesn't fall in into uh, any of the things that people love to do when they make an R-rated movie and they put nuns in it. So this kind of takes, uh, you know, the whole uh, exploitation subgenre of men's exploitation and kind of just like totally twist it. So instead of it being trashy and dirty and sexual and about rape and revenge and having guns, that's what they love to do. Oh, here's a nun and here she is with a gun, you know, and even, um, you know, Robert Rodriguez, of course, even did that uh, uh, in, which machete. Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so uh, I liked that it didn't have any of that. Cause that's what I, I thought it was definitely going to have some of that, especially when I was like, okay, it's rated R. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. There's going to be some naked nuns and you know, oh, there's going to be a, a nun orgy or something. And it didn't have any of that. So it, it surprised me uh, sure. that it, it, it like, it was so innocent because i mean i i even i really love the the scene when frenchie first meets uh uh, sister irene and he's like you know trying to flirt with her and he doesn't know she's a nun yet and and it's just like to me i really liked that scene it was it was fun and then of course uh he finds out she's a nun and then he's oh but 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 you're a nun, but you're not quite a nun, not yet. Uh, cause you hadn't taken her <laughs> vows. So, but again, they could have turned that into more, but they still left it as a, a very innocent and playful level. Um, it's weird how this is our movie when the reason it's R is because there's gore in it. There's blood and gore in it, as opposed to anything else, right. really, you know? Um, there's no language, yeah. there's no sex, there's no nudity. It is just all, um, you know, scares and then, you know, some blood. Uh, but again, so right. I think that in a way, uh, I, I, I put... Uh, uh, non exploitation as an uh, inspiration on mine as of the opposite of <laughs> what those movies are. Um, sure. But I was trying to think of any specific movies, and I couldn't really think of any. And and the and, uh, one I thought of, the only, because I that's not really a genre that I've ever got into at all, um, the movie Miss 45, which isn't actually a non exploitation movie anyway, but it is an exploitation movie. Um, it's not even a real nun Mm -hmm. it's Halloween uh, costume a woman dressed as a nun and it's a revenge movie where she goes around uh, uh, she was raped and she goes out for revenge killing the the people and not just the people that did it but I think uh, it's kind of like a death wish kind of thing where she's you know Killing oh, bad great. people all together. <laughs> it's a 1980 movie. Uh, Abel Ferrara. It's great. But anyway, it's a like a heroic uh, nun. And so I, 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 I this right, one right. Uh, because uh, you know you've got this character who is you know again you've got a, a hero father and a hero nun in this movie. And so uh, it, yeah. I was trying to think of one. <laughs> and so Miss Forty Five. Uh, was the only one that I could even think of um, that had like that kind of uh, element to it.
0: And while we're on the topic, um, shout out to How Did This Get Made, my favorite uh, movie podcast. They they want to make, the host of it, they want to make a movie called Nundercover about a, uh, <laughs> a non-FBI <laughs> agent. So let's hope they get that made. Maybe we <laughs> could do it here on the show. That would be great.
1: <laughs> as long as Whoopi Goldberg is not the star.
0: <laughs> oh, well, she, no, she, she's gotta be like the, uh, the old one who, who was <laughs> the original undercover, you know, and they have to go to her for advice. That'd be perfect. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. So my next puzzle piece, I guess, um, I was just talking about man of steel on my last one. So I guess I'll stick in the, uh, the superhero world. um, and that is, just in general, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. and that is because these the producers of The Conjuring clearly right, want that right. for this uh, series. Um, this morning, I don't know if this had previously been announced, but I did read this morning that uh, Annabelle 3, The Conjuring 3, and The Crooked Man are all mm. coming in the next few years. Um, so yeah, this is not going to stop as a matter of fact, this movie, despite, um, you know, we're kind of making fun of it, even though we liked it a lot, but, um, it, oh, it yeah. was a hit. I mean, it it's the biggest mm-hmm. opening of any, okay. any of the movies in the conjuring universe. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's not going to be stopping anytime soon. And that's exactly what they're looking for. They want to have all these spin-off characters and have them come together into each mm-hmm. other's movies. So, you know, probably the next nun movie, probably the nun teams up with <laughs> Annabelle or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is absolutely, um, um this is this is taken right out of the playbook right, of the marvel right. cinematic universe and um and just <laughs> just to continue talking about frenchie um the ending where where frenchie ends up being the guy from that shot that oh, yeah. uh yeah uh, sister irene was helping in the, in the future <laughs> was just such the most ridiculously shoehorned in thing um but it made me <laughs> laugh. That's
1: for sure. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. It, it, the 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 weakest thing about this movie for me was though the fact that it was the conjuring elements. I think that this should have they should have yes. stripped all of that away, and had this been more of just a standalone movie, um. It would have been stronger the 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 stuff at the beginning and then the stuff at yeah. the end. They didn't need that, um, but yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, it's, it's funny because you, you mentioned the the, the Marvel Universe. Uh, I, right before we started recording this, I was just reading an article because, of course, this is Warner Brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. Due to the success of the Nun <laughs> and Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, no. Warner Brothers does no longer need a hit with the DC universe. <laughs> oh no, poor Chad. So Aquaman can flop, and they won't care. Basically, that was the article. So anyway, <laughs> oh no. So so no. It, it's funny though that 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 here Warner Brothers has this. Uh, Cinematic universe hit on their hands with this when they've been struggling with DC. But that being said, that being said, I think the downfall of this cinematic universe is going to be the same as any of. Uh, like the DC one because here's the thing with this one with I think the stuff that about this movie that people don't like is the stuff that does not fit into the other movies um, the fact that this one is so like like wacky in its own right as opposed to very stern and strict and serious like the other ones um i think that uh some people they were expecting certain things with this movie and the fact that that didn't live up to those expectations that's why that they didn't like it and they did not enjoy it um and i think that even includes uh the casting because you know there's that whole meta casting with the star of this being the um a uh, younger sister of the star of the other movies. Right. I think they people were expecting that that was going to tie in somehow, and of course it didn't. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, mm-hmm. the fact that this one goes off into like and in, in, in uh, like movie land in some some ways and and like we've said into like you know theme park uh, adventure Uh, I think that's uh, what has some people not enjoying it Um, this one though to me is going to be this is going to be the cult hit this is going to be the one of this series so far that people years from now are going to be like hey (laughs) the nun that's a classic
0: I agree (laughs) that is a classic Frenchie is one of the great <laughs> horror characters. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, I, this movie. Is so <laughs> yes. So uh, what would your, uh, what would your next? So the,
1: this was one that I thought of for a lot of the film, but then it like disappeared about halfway through and that's the grudge. Um, I, I, It's funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm bringing up another movie of, uh, Of course, Bill Pullman's very hardly in the grudge, but the grudge, it opens with a suicide. And so this one opens with a suicide. And then the, the stuff with the, uh, the little boy, uh, that is like haunting the father reminds me a lot of the little boy from the grudge. Um, and then not only that, there were the black shadows, uh like when she went into the church or whatever the black shadows along the wall that like that, there're a lot of a lot of little things in this movie though that they they don't really go anywhere uh, <laughs> like they don't mean anything no. like they no, kind of no, happen no. and then that's like you, wait
0: wait you mean you mean you mean like the nun <laughs> character
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's barely
0: so. in the movie and it's not explained in any real way I actually
1: like that though in a way uh, which we'll get to that with a different. With, with yeah, it, it, we'll get it's to that mysterious. with with actually other puzzle pieces. But but the Grudge. Now see the big difference. though, again, the Grudge though is a movie is a horror movie where it basically has a, uh, rules and it's um, it follows those rules. And uh, this one though, it 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 doesn't have any rules. It doesn't set up any rules. It doesn't follow any rules. So there's a lot of random things that mm-hmm. it's almost like. Uh, the, the director was like, oh, you know, I like I like this and I like that. And let me just kind of throw it's kind of almost like a you know a, a throw in everything kind of deal without uh, being really specific right, uh, right. about you know uh, what's going on or what things mean. Uh, but uh, especially with the, with the with the boy haunting the father, and then that like kind of like doesn't go anywhere after the father gets buried in the grave that was it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh,
0: yeah, no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> the, the little boy doesn't pop up again. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, um, but up until that point, I was like, there's some, there's some grudge, uh, beats going on here. So,
0: <laughs> you know, just speaking of the, of the boy, uh, you know, an- another one of those like things that like, you just know is going to pay off somehow. And it kind of doesn't really, but I mean, this one kind of did but I wanted to bring it up anyway was him playing the crossword oh, yeah. puzzle like right. multiple multiple right. multiple times and then, and right. then it's deliveries because the deliveries room right. is where they need to go like <laughs> what? Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a hell. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh boy. So ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, no, the, the grudge is definitely a great one. Uh, I think Gina even mentioned that to me while we were at the theater, um, ah. that, that reminded her of the grudge too. Um, all right. My, my, uh, my next puzzle piece then, and this is actually my last one, unless I think of another one while you're talking after this, but, um, and this one is one I've brought up many times on this show before, and I'm so ah, excited I know and happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to bring it up again. I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, but um the Evil Dead franchise. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh of course Frenchie in this case is Ash. Um right. and Frenchie is uh just like uh, just a ridiculous hero with like ridiculous wisecracks who is just you know very in over his own head but also a hero at the same time um but then aside from just Frenchy as ash there's also a lot of uh callbacks to to the evil dead series the um the whole entire cemetery scene reminded me of army of darkness um all of the uh the stuff with the dark when they did like the flashback to the uh the nun being conjured or whatever which was very just out of place but um the book very much reminded me of the Necronomicon mm-hmm. with its powers and all that stuff. The zombies reminded me more of Deadites than any kind of zombies that I've seen in other movies. They were just very much—they uh, weren't like zombie zombies. They were Deadite zombies. They were like talking right. shit, kind of <laughs> a little bit, you know. Um, Yeah, there, very, a lot of Evil Dead influence, and especially—I mean, Evil Dead is really kind of the gold standard when it comes to horror comedy, and. That's what I consider this movie to be, a <laughs> <Right>? Comedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, e- and in and, and yeah. like when you were talking about, you know, the scene where the 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 father uh, trips and stumbles, and then he ends up in the grave, and then it, that was very Evil Dead too to me. Yeah, oh yeah. Um. So yeah, e- yep. Evil Dead, and here's the thing. Also, like I was talking about earlier about how this is kind of a monster movie, kind of not. Kind of a haunted castle movie, kind of not. Mm. And it's it doesn't really play by any rules. It doesn't really have its own rules that it plays by. And that's really kind of what that Evil Dead world is, where it's kind of like, you know, um, they were basically you know, making, making things up as they went along. And it was kind of just like, well, whatever here they are by a tree. Okay. The tree's going to attack or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, not really a lot of rhyme or reason to it. And this one does that. Uh, it basically is.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. what will be fun. What can we make right, fun right. out of
1: this? It, it, which also makes it sort of, again, part of uh, that feeling of just like a, a haunted attraction kind of uh, theme park type ride. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, very very much uh, Evil Dead and specifically Evil Dead 2 for me. I mean, even um, I thought there was going to be more of this uh, at, like later on when I was thinking about Evil Dead 2 and specifically I was like, I'm surprised I didn't cut back to that at any point. There's a point early on when Frenchie has a nightmare and he wakes up and there's like all of this blood that's just like pouring. And then there's the blood on the stairs. And then there's more blood, but there never like Mm -hmm. was a payoff to that. Like in an evil dead fashion of just like tons of blood, just like pouring in. And it's almost like, Right. exactly it's, al- it's almost like it, it, this movie held back in some aspects that was one of the things that I was thinking of later I was like they should have really just went all out with just like a evil dead 2 kind of blood pouring in type scene which they totally could have did that right near the, the finale yeah. there um
0: it would have made so much sense, yeah, and and that's but that's part of the reason why, like I said earlier, I don't know if they intended this to be a horror comedy or not. Like, I I really kind of doubt they did, but man, did they right. really land there? Um, and like, there's some there's some like throwaway gags and jokes that like, you know, they were great and they were certainly intended. Like one that I wrote down in particular uh, is when uh, Frenchie hits zombie or whatever with a shovel or something. I don't remember exactly. And he goes, I thought you could use some help. And then uh the uh Father Burt goes, Next time use the shotgun. And it's like that that's you know, it's a great right, classic right. like adventure type joke. But it's like the nun, <laughs> right. nun <it, it, laughs> right? did the nun need to have have silly one liners, you know? And that that's so like an evil dead thing you'd have to think that unless they just really didn't know what to do with this movie, that they'd know that this isn't the right movie for that, <laughs> you know, for those kind of one liners, but they, they threw them in there anyway. And I'm happy they did. Well,
1: it, it, <laughs> you know? and the funny thing is I think that this movie would play better a second time around expecting it to be more of like that, because the first time when I'm watching it, I mean, there's some dialogue that's just very, just like, very like, doesn't work but if i'm expecting this to be funny i yeah. think it would work better like i mean like w- they keep talking about yeah. holy and unholy and it's just like so ridiculous it's just like is this holy land or is it unholy land oh i think it's unholy and it's just like p- playing for laughs that works <laughs> a lot better than the first time around when i'm watching it expecting this to be a serious movie um so
0: you know what you know when I officially lost it was uh when they get to the castle or the, the whatever it is and um they're about to go in and I think they were right. talking about the Holy Land thing. I think it was right after that. They're getting ready to walk in and uh Sister Irene crosses herself and then Father Burke crosses himself and then <laughs> Right, she right,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, What just <laughs> yeah, happened? That, that, like that,
0: that, <laughs> Is that, is that yeah, what the, we're the watching whole now? Thing, that that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the movie we're about to watch. <laughs> right. So, what is your um, next puzzle? Well, it's
1: it related to Evil Dead cuz what what I thought of uh, plays very much to the same kind of um, uh Rules, no rules, kind of thing that I was talking about. And that's actually the the Blair Witch Project uh, franchise. And there's actually some imagery early on with the crosses. Mm. It's very much uh, in line with like the, you know, the hanging stick man in the woods. Uh, And uh, there was just. Like I s- said, just how this is kind of uh, its own beast in a way where it's it it, which I think frustrates horror movie fans, that they do- they can't know what to expect because it's like it's it, and, and I think. You know, Blair Witch Project did that to people, and also at the same time, how there are people complaining that the nun's not in the movie; it's the nun, and I was like, I love that about it. Again, that's very Blair Witchy, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is one of the yes, things absolutely. that pisses so many people off about the Blair Witch. But also the fact that the Evil Dead, same way as Blair Witch, on, on this that there aren't any set rules, so that there could be visions, there could be, uh, things that are actually happening or, uh, people being made to do things and, and you're not really knowing like what's real, what isn't real. And there's just these different, um, like, uh, ways to, to, to play with you as a, as a, as a movie watcher. And I, and I like that though, when, when there, those things end in a horror movie. Um, and, and this movie did that, uh, cause it basically as much as the, uh, the other movies try to, in the conjuring try to be, uh, kind of realistic and kind of play, like to reality this one kind of threw all that out the window and was just like you know it's it's uh, all fantasy and and there's so many things and bits thrown in there for like no reason just for the fact of like i said i think the director was like hey um i, w- I want a scene where there's a bunch of you know sheets on uh, hanging out to dry for absolutely no reason because we've seen that in, you know, uh, Friday the 13th 3 and we've seen that in, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes and it's in haunted houses. Uh, And so not for any reason at all, he's just going to have to walk through the sheets. Uh, You know what I mean? And it's just like... The the whole thing of not having any rules to it, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> just like opened it up to to be a lot of fun, um, and so uh, again, I think though the 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 Blair Witch Project and the Evil Dead too, yes. those are two of those movies though. I mean, what franchises that because uh, I'm including like the second uh, uh, Blair Witch in that. With the way that the uh, they threw out the the rules of the first movie, uh, and then when you get to the the remake movie, sure. or reboot, whatever you want to call it, they kind of threw out the rules, and then also it kind of makes sense and works all together anyway. And that's how the Evil Dead uh, franchise works as well, uh, you know. And and so this one though, Absolutely. it did that too. The franchise itself, it did that to horror movies in general, and so it's its own weird, just odd, like existing bizarre world of just you know having uh, fun with its audience, and so again that that's what made it so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you said you you didn't have uh, any other puzzle pieces, so one of the ones though I wanted to make sure was Underworld. The conclusion, the finality of, of this okay. movie is a lot like the end of Underworld. the the big sh- uh, showdown at the end in Underworld, uh, uh, which actually the finale on this movie reminded me of, of Underworld, and then it also though it reminded me of uh, the Wizard of Oz in a way, <laughs> with the with the witch uh, melting. Okay. Uh- <laughs> cuz Cause, cause it's almost like they just kind of pull the pull the you know the bathtub drain and then like the nun kind of like goes down the, mm-hmm. the the drain but uh <laughs> so i thought of underworld cuz underworld uh, they're like in in this underground like uh like there's like water for again for no reason no reason in this why why is there water all of a sudden it's like <laughs>
0: You, you know what uh what, while we're talking about this ending um i did want to mention um what was it I, maybe i missed it because i was just laughing so hard but was there a moment where they established that they even wanted to go in and defeat the witch um because it just seemed like they could have just left um like they were only there to investigate oh yeah what yeah yeah was there, happening mm-hmm. No. And then, just all of a sudden, they they need they need a secret amulet or whatever, to right? 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 The, yeah. The no, there was nothing ever like,
1: established. It was just kind of like, yeah, the blood of Christ. All- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was uh it just kind of happened was <laughs> like that's the that's the thing with this movie um th- there was no there was not a lot of it's almost like this i i feel like in a way that this movie was maybe went way more off the rails and then the studio was like mm, and cut it and tried to make sense of it because it, it very seems patchy It it, it seems patchy kind of like Things just kind of thrown together. Uh, th- there's no way this was the original script, yeah. and then they were like, "Okay, yeah, you know what I mean." It just seems so chopped yeah. up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I yeah. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I I did want to mention. I I thought of one last uh, little puzzle piece. This one kind of could have went with Army of Darkness, um, and that's the Nicolas Cage movie, Season of the Witch, um, which, which was I wanted <laughs> to mention Nicolas Cage at some point because we've got this <laughs> ridiculous Frenchie character. And, and I was like, what what Nicolas Cage movie could I mention? And I was like, oh yes, yeah, season, season of the Witch deals with the uh, you know a, a, an Abbey and <laughs> and uh, crazy creepy weird stuff happening but just right. totally over the top and ridiculous so <laughs> it fits it fits oh i you yes actually you wanted to mention
1: i've got one and this is one we've talked about before on here uh it's actually sicario um if you think about it in a strange way this is sicario <laughs> okay <laughs> really um you've got the emily blunt character is the sister she doesn't really she's kind of tricked in a way because she's not told exactly what all is going on and then frenchie would be uh benicio's character <laughs> the father would be josh Brolin's character um i mean really it's it, it, in a strange way this is sicario uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
0: like that. It's kind of brilliant. But you know what I thought you were going to say was that this is Sicario: Day of the Soldado, uh, and it didn't it didn't understand at all what people like about <laughs> it, the. Crime it is movie. that
1: too. At the same <laughs> time, that's that's went the great a totally different about. direction. Uh, so we could just say the Sicario uh, franchise, because yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, it, 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 no, that, it is great. that as well. It's like kind of how uh, that second one just kind of throws out the book and goes way off the rails. This one totally does that. Um, but yeah, the, the other the other things though that that uh, that's great. I, love I, it. I wanted to uh, mention though was actually uh, it kind of goes along the lines though when I was talking about the. The universal classic monster movies. I, the Full Moon uh, Pictures, uh, they've made a lot of uh, castle movies, um, especially back in like the 80s and the 90s. Uh, and the only one that I could think of specifically would be Castle Freak. Uh, but again, it's very just a, a superficial kind of link, just the, the whole aspect of, uh, of that. Great location is what really just kind of triggered that into my head. Uh, And then also uh, the uh, Hammer Horror movies, uh, which were the British um, uh, Dracula and Frankenstein with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. uh, Horror of Dracula and and Taste the Blood of Dracula were two of the specifically ones that uh, I was reminded of. Um, But yeah, you know, those... Movies and the full moon pictures, and then the uh, the original Frankenstein, Dracula. They had such great locations with these old uh, castles in uh, Romania and stuff, and and this uh, totally has that. So it has like such a great backdrop for this weird, wacky movie.
0: You know what? You're 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 totally on board uh, on track too because I did see. I think it was actually two reviews that I saw in this movie that mentioned that it it reminded them of the old hammer film productions. And then uh, right, it just goes off right. the rails from there though. Um, but right. as far as the setting and the look and, and the style of it um, and yeah, I mean, it definitely, it, you know, that even goes back to those universal monster movies. Like you were saying, like it's like, it's, it's very old school in a way, but then, just
1: the tone. Is just all yes, the yes. Uneven is a is yeah. a good way to describe this movie. <laughs> I did have one more that I did write down. It was one I thought of watching it. It's a weird uh, British. It's kind of a cult movie from the eighties as well. A lot of eighties movies I think popped up in my head while watching this. Was just I don't know if maybe that's what it was going for. Maybe with the whole like. You know, want to be Indiana Jones kind of thing, but uh, uh, Lair of the White Worm" uh, is a 1988 weird movie uh, with like uh, snakes and stuff. And uh, again, just uh, some, something something about this movie made me made me think of uh, that movie. That one totally uh, goes like very bizarro, like very uh, you know B movie. Uh, Weird, Uh, and it's kind of a a cult kind of movie. And I I think this one, it could, it was very close to veering into total, total bonkersville. And I think uh, I'm guessing the studio pulled it back. That's my guess. Oh yeah, Uh, (laughs) that makes sense. I mean, it uh, (laughs) as a as a as a Conjuring movie, it is pretty pretty uh, like. strange and wacky. Uh, But um, I wish it was a little bit more so than it was, but as is, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the finished puzzle here. And that includes the Indiana Jones series, specifically temple of doom, uh, Brendan Fraser movies like the mummy and the journey to the center of the earth, um, the serpent and the rainbow Scooby doo. Universal monster movies, Abbott and Costello <laughs> meet Frankenstein, Dracula dead and loving it. <laughs> um, the Exorcist, Nunsploitation movies, specifically, you mentioned Miss 45, uh, The Grudge, the Blair Witch Project franchise, uh, Evil Dead, Man of Steel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage, Underworld, Wizard of Oz sicario series um full moon features specifically castle freak you mentioned as well as hammer film productions and lair of the white worm that is our list of movies that we think inspired the nun and uh you know i just want to say as we get into our final thoughts here um, I'm really glad that when we got to sit down and do this episode, that you were on the same page with me. Um, <laughs> as far as this movie being ridiculous, I was thinking, man, how is this episode going to go if if, if we <laughs> sit down to talk? And he's like, yeah, this was scary as shit, man, and the nun is just fucking badass, and like, you know, or, or just think it's boring as shit and like just terrible, you know, but. I'm so glad that you had the same reaction as me that this is just so much fun in a way that's probably not intentional, but maybe intentional. Yeah, a
1: very uh, strange movie, especially coming from uh, The Conjuring. Uh, (laughs) Just... uh, I, I this is what I I would I hope they do more of though but I, I wonder what direction they'll go especially the you mentioned that they were doing uh oh, the crooked I man uh, which he's actually one of my favorites uh from the 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 conjuring uh, universe yes. um yeah they should have uh, especially with these like little spin off movies they should you know have fun like this. I wish the Annabelle movies were more fun than they are uh these these movies are, have been too serious uh so this yeah, one um either will shake things up or or, <laughs> or or the next none will be like you know totally the opposite. so we'll see.
0: That's going to be weird right. I, when the nun character comes back and it's like a straight up horror movie. It's going to be really weird, a weird course correction. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I love this movie for my own reasons. Um, and I certainly not everybody's going to watch it and get that reaction if you're not, you know, open to, you know, the so bad it's good kind of a, uh, you know, slapsticky kind of thing and looking at a movie that way, especially a movie that isn't necessarily supposed to be looked at that way. Uh, it, it might not be for you. Um, then again, you might straight up like it as a horror movie. Um, you know, it's, I, I guess this movie, it's hard to say. It, it's kind of like, a, right. a it reflects, I guess what you, you know, what you see in this genre. I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, like what, what I idea, would say you know, is that, uh, glad, uh I, 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 really I would say it.
1: it's not necessarily a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I think that maybe the conjuring two is probably the best movie of, the mm-hmm. the cinematic universe <laughs> so far, but this is my favorite, um, so far, uh, cause it sure. was fun. Um, and I wish though, I wish, I wish the, the advertising was more in on that though i wish this was like toted as a fun wacky movie as opposed to a serious you know horror movie and i think that that that's kind of where there's getting to be a disconnect because people are going in expecting this to be serious and then it kind of is to start with and then it, it starts to be more and more less and more wacky and i think if you don't get on board that ride then it's not going to be very much fun um you've just got to like you know yeah uh, basically let this movie take you where it takes you and enjoy it as opposed to try to expect it to go a certain way or whatever so
0: I have to. I have to imagine that it wouldn't <laughs> have been a fifty-five million-dollar opening weekend uh, if they had advertised it as being ridiculous, you know, and being just a fun, silly ride, you know. Um, so they're they're probably doing the right thing, but at the same time, I, I would love to have seen them advertise it the way that it really is basically um and who knows maybe maybe next weekend they'll totally change their tone (laughs) to try to uh capture some of us people people more like us i don't know
1: (laughs) oh i was i was gonna say i wanted to mention i um, i kind of can understand though the people though that like don't really like it because because of that because like i mean that was my reaction to Sicario too. <laughs> I did not like that movie and I could not right. like get on board the, the like wackiness of that film. Um, so I think though, it depends on how much right. you actually like the, what came before. So with me, I love Sicario and I loved it the way it was. Yeah. Whereas this with the conjuring movies, I've always liked them, but I don't love them. I mean, I I, I enjoy watching them, but I, it's not something that I'm like, oh, they're they're perfect, they're masterpieces, or whatever. So uh, I think that again, expectations sure. I think uh, has a lot to do with h- how you enjoy this film. But I think that this is one of those that if uh if if there were still like video stores, you know, this would be one of those that would like catch back on in like 10 years and people were like you know like especially like future oh, yeah. generations you know that this is oh. the one that they're gonna be like oh my god we gotta watch the nun you know and they're telling their friends and they're telling their friends
0: oh yeah if if i had rented this in a video store when i was a teenager and 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 this came on oh my god i'd watch it <laughs> right? every weekend through high school <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, I wanted to mention my my favorite scene uh, right. before we wrap this up which um, it, and of course this was I mean it had to have been meant for a laugh um, but I don't know if it was meant for as big of a laugh <laughs> as I gave it I was dying in the theater um, I was almost embarrassed by how hard I was laughing was the scene in the black bear bar where right. Frenchie is just sitting there at, having a drink right. with the giant, with right. a giant cross that was probably the funniest thing I've seen all year in any movie. Um, <laughs> uh, kudos to the makers of the Nun for giving me my biggest <laughs> laugh at the movies this year. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not going to oh, put putting
1: your pull quotes on the uh, poster. I don't think. <laughs> biggest <laughs> laugh.
0: I'm going to email them. Biggest laugh them of the to. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh Chad, you got anything you want to plug no, before we wrap I, it up? I
1: am good. Um like I said, uh 10th episode I've been on I do believe um I I think it's great you do this show. I uh love coming on it cuz uh, you know, even um it, it seems like I've become the the person to uh go to for the uh the uh the weird movies, the uh <laughs> The, the, uh, <laughs> I take it as the fun ones, uh, like, you know, Sicario two, sure. the nun, um, Hey, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, you know, um, I, I probably won't be doing too many of the, uh, shows, uh, with, uh, Oscar, uh, talks at all, but, uh,
0: <laughs> hey, you never know. It might happen. I was actually thinking and I don't I, I really don't know where this movie's gonna end up, but I was thinking maybe we'd do White uh White Boy Rick.
1: Oh yeah. Um oh, I have yeah. no idea Definitely. if that
0: movie's got any kind of awards potential, but I mean Macon, <laughs> right, <never> right. <laughs> it's
1: always possible.
0: But uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, he he
0: <laughs> but he, yeah, so we'll see. He's we'll, yeah,
1: uh maybe. he's like uh veers from all the way into Nick Cage land- <laughs> All the way over into uh, you know Leonardo yes. DiCaprio land. Yeah, he he has a wide range there. <laughs> so, but yeah, that that movie looks great. Yes, he
0: does. Yes, he does. Oh yeah, awesome. A lot of great movies coming up. So we'll we'll, we'll get you back soon. Let's do a bunch more. And uh, glad right. you're here for this one.
1: Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join We Be Geeks and the geek revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weebie Geeks Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebieGeeks.net. Weebie Geeks, your voice for the geek revolution. Want to know more?
0: All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Chad Clinton Freeman about the Nun. I'm telling you, uh, the reviews are not exactly good and probably for good reason, but. I laugh so hard during this movie and you heard me laughing so hard during this conversation. It is just a really fun time. It's so ridiculous. I do think you should go out and see it. Uh, Definitely see this movie. Also, um, if you haven't yet, check out the promo video we made for this episode because it's also pretty funny, I think. I'm really happy with how it came out and special thanks to Ailani Lee. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, I'm going to put a link to uh, some of the stuff that she does. She dresses up as the nun and other horror movie characters for various events around town so uh definitely check her out i will be posting a link uh in the show notes and also on our facebook and all that stuff so check check her stuff out and thank you to her and her husband tony burnside for helping me out with making that video it came out so great <laughs> hopefully we'll get to do some more uh, fun skits for the show in the future so uh, with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you could rate and review us on iTunes. You could also just let us know directly what you thought of it. Tweet at me at PiecingPod. Or you can also join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. Or you can just email me directly, by rosen at gmail.com. So uh, get in touch. I want to hear what you think of the show. And I want to hear what you've been thinking about all these episodes. I want to hear if you think we left any... Puzzle Pieces out. Um, get in touch. I want to hear what you guys all think. So with that, I'm going to close out this episode. And uh, I'm going to play you guys a piece of my music. And we will be back hopefully next week with a new episode. And then I'll be back also with my music in, uh, God, I think, next week probably. We'll be releasing Artificial, the music video that is playing at Film Quest film festival and a whole bunch of other film festivals as well so maybe i'll play that one next week uh to go along with the release Uh, maybe we'll even do something with the video why not it's basically like a film so uh yeah lots of great stuff to look forward to thanks for listening i'll talk to you guys soon